I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by the 90 Day Mentoring Challenge. I cover the following key areas to grow your career in Microsoft business applications, communications, consulting, technology, uh, working with Microsoft or engaging with Microsoft people, the community and how you should engage in the community, personal brand, and developing your career path. If you want to be mentored in the next 90 Day Mentoring Challenge, go to nz365guy.com forward slash mentoring for more information. Now, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Singapore. She's an application analyst. She started her Microsoft journey from SharePoint. Uh, she is originally from Manila. She volunteered as a Manila director for Women Who Code, WW Code, a nonprofit dedicated to inspiring women to excel in technology back in 2017. You can check her out on Twitter at Ange Serbolas or her blog, uh, which is at angeserbolas.net. Ange, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me. Did I pronounce your name right? And, and yeah. <laughs> is your, is, do you sometimes go by a, a longer name? No, I prefer the shorter one because if if I say the long one, people will uh, um, will, ha- will speak it wrongly. <laughs> like okay, okay, yeah. So I prefer the Ange or Angie. It's fine. <laughs> I love it, Angie. So how long have you been living in Singapore? I've been living in Singapore since two thousand seventeen. So almost three years, more than three years already. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And did you transfer there for work? Uh, yes. So uh, pr- uh, before, yeah, bef- because I'm not really in Manila. Uh, so I live in Visayas. It's in the mid- uh, central, it's a middle island in the Philippines. And then after I graduated, I moved to Manila to work and then yeah, after five years or so, I moved to Singapore for work as well because I want to work outside of the country. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Um, pizza. <laughs> I, I would have thought balut would have been right at the top of no. the list. No. <laughs> Why don't, not? I don't eat balut. Why not? Because <laughs> it's, I, it's so creepy. I mean, the, <laughs> the chips inside the egg. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, as in, when, when I was in Manila last, um, my team tried to get me to eat one and I could not eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I used the excuse. I said, I, need, I can't afford to get sick because I'm only here for a short time. <laughs> but it was freaky looking all right. Um. I did eat lots of other street seafood, though. When I, uh, One of my friends, Roly Rolando, he took me out and took me to all the street food places and drinking San Miguel and all those great fun things. 
Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I know a bit of, a bit about Manila, a bit bit about Makati. But of course, most people do right travel into the city for work, but come from all over the Philippines. So why is pizza your favorite food? Because there's a lot of um, ingredients ingredients in just one dough. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. like it. I like yeah. it. What about uh, are you pro pineapple on a pizza or are you against pineapple <laughs> on a pizza? I can't comment on that one. <laughs> you, you don't want you obviously like pineapple because <laughs> the people that don't comment are very clear that they wouldn't have pineapple on a pizza, but. You've given yourself away. I love it. I love it. So do you have family living with you in Singapore or your family back home? Oh, I, I'm with my husband. Mm-hmm. So you both moved? Uh, sorry, was your husband from uh, the Philippines? From Philippines as well. Excellent. Yes. Nice. Nice. And is he in a similar industry to you? Um, he's in digital, uh, in, uh, in digital marketing. Nice. Nice. Well, before lockdown, just a little fun fact here, before lockdown, the very last city in the world that I visited, um, which was December before March, you know, lockdown last year, was Singapore. Oh. Yeah. And I had a great time because a lot of the um, a lot of the community, a lot of folks in the BizApps community all took me out for dinner and we had a, a, an incredible time in Singapore. So it was quite exciting. Wow, that's cool. Where am I that yeah. time? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, like I wasn't organizing it. I don't know. I can't remember who organized that. But, um, yeah, it was fantastic. Down down, looking across towards, um, oh, what's it called? The big, uh, the ship hotel. Oh, Marina Bay. Marina Bay, you sound it. Oh, but, but the... But a Microsoft Singapore is moved out in that area, so they changed it in somewhere in the center in CBD area. So you can't see the the view anymore for Marine Bay Sands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long time. As I didn't on this trip, I wasn't working, so it was I was there for holiday. But my wife was working. She works at Google, and so she had to do some onboarding at Google there. So. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. So tell us, tell us how you got into technology. I got into technology because um, other than I graduated as a computer engineer. So, so after I graduated, I moved to Manila. And then that's when I thought, that, what am I going to do after I graduated? Because I don't know what to do after that one. And then I thought that I'll be into the networking side because community so you have hardware and software but then I tried so I want to be in the hardware that's my first thought but wow interesting <laughs> yeah and then I was like and then because I can't find any any work at that time so I tried to venture out other in the IT side so that's when that's when I started to apply in the IT and then as far as I can remember, my my previous manager told me if I know about SharePoint. And I was like, I don't know about SharePoint. But then he just um, accepted me. And then from there, I started working on SharePoint, learning everything from blogs, articles, videos, and stuff like that. Until I fell in love about Microsoft products, especially in the productivity side. And then... And then 
That's how my journey started until I evolved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, which companies were you working for in the Philippines before you uh, moved to Singapore? Uh, before I moved to Singapore, the last company that I work is uh, Resources Philippines. Um, it's a, a marketing company. Uh, marketing company? Yes, I publish published like marketing company. And then from the, uh, I was a SharePoint SME at that time. And then so what I did is I built forms in SharePoint. So I customized the SharePoint forms. And then um, that's where I started to learn about. I, that was the time when Power Apps was still in on preview, but I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't uh, much pay more attention at that time until when they said that Infopad will be, Infopad will be deprecated. So that's how I started to learn about Power Apps. And that's how my journey in Power Platform started back in 2017. Wow, that is so cool. That is so cool. And then how, you know, what was your transition across to Singapore? How did that come about? I just looked the job online. And then I just applied at LinkedIn. Yeah, I found a job in LinkedIn. And then I moved and then um, I got accepted in one of the company here in Singapore, and then yeah, that's I moved here in Singapore. I like it. Is it is it relatively easy to move from the Philippines? Because it's not that long a flight, is it? Um, from from the Philippines to Singapore, is it about three hours? Yeah, it's a three hour flight. But of course, you need to have a working pass before you're going to work here in Singapore. So yeah. What's what was the what did you find the hardest thing about moving to Singapore? Like, was it something you had to get used to? What what was the hardest thing? For me, the hardest thing I uh, I've got culture shock. I, yeah, I got a culture shock because they said um, Singaporean are shy, something like that. I I mean I'm an introvert, but but. Sometimes I try to connect with people, but sometimes it's difficult to, uh, to, to connect. So I think that's the hardest part for me, connect, to connect with people. <laughs> yeah. So, so interesting, saying you're an introvert, how have you found COVID? Because you would have to have probably not worked so much in, with other people, but worked remotely. How have you found COVID? It's difficult. Uh, in a way, because you don't have a boundary about work and home at all anymore. So if you're at work, uh, I mean, if you're in the office, you get focused only in the work, the work in your office and stuff like that. You, you engage sometimes with your business newsroom and sometimes not. But if you're at home, you're like, you don't know what time is it already. Is it already time to... to um, get out of your uh, working space already or something like you don't have. So it's kind of like it's stressing you out, burnout already. And that's interesting because, yeah, I think a lot of employers thought that their staff wouldn't work as much and the opposite has happened, isn't it? A lot of people are working more and more at home than they ever did in the office. Mm, yeah. How did you, how did, how do, what was your journey to becoming an MVP? How did that come about for you? 
Um, um, I honestly don't know about the MVB program until someone, one of my friends told me when I was still in Manila uh, about the program. But I didn't focus on that one because I focused in the, uh, um, in the woman code community in, the, in that time. And because I'm still new as a, as a director in the community, so I, uh, I didn't pay much attention, pay much attention at that, uh, in that moment. And then, and then I realized like what I'm doing in the, in the women code community is like also sharing what I've learned in my journey, like in the technology and stuff. So, or speaking and doing some speaking engagement. So why not venture on that MVP journey? And then, um, one of the MVPs, uh, pushed me to, to, Try to speak in some of the community, uh, Microsoft community events and some of it, or blog. So it dragged me a long time to do it, like for like how many months or years already. And then I tried to like, okay, I, I will do it. I will do it. So I tried. To, so yeah, so I started blogging, speaking, speaking, and and then and then here, um, here. He recommended me to be uh, to be an MVP, and then yeah. So who was it? Oh, it's Santamil Santamil Salvan, uh, Microsoft MVP here in Singapore. Oh. What what's his MVP category? Um, dev and uh, office office dev and service office dev. Yes. Nice. That is so cool. Has has things changed for you much since becoming an MVP? Like, what's been the impact on your career? Um, to be honest, uh, there's no impact in my in my work because they because they don't pay much attention about the, the label. I mean the, <laughs> the program MVP. But to me personally, it has been a great impact in a way that other than it's so overwhelming all the information that I get like a lot a lot, especially with the technologies that everything in Microsoft. It's for me. It's a big privilege to meet different people, uh, same, uh, the same way of thinking, or like you're say the same wavelength, and then you get to meet um, different people with different opinion as well. Like it's it's um, it's a great privilege to be to be part of this program. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, you know, there'll be people listening to this that wonder how they can become an MVP. And if they were to ask you for that advice, what advice would you give them? Um, my advice would be like, to be honest, because I don't know actually what is uh, the requirements to be an MVP. But all I know is that you get to be, uh, to get engaged with the community. You, you need to be passionate about sharing like blogs, um, speaking engagement, um, volunteer. So, yeah. So I, where are some of the ideas that they could volunteer to be involved? Uh, some of the local meetups, there are still um, local meetups that you could um, involve in um, organizing an event or speaking, speaking engagements. So you can check out your local meetups or yeah local community meetups or even in the because also in the in Microsoft humans of ID as well 
because you could get the mentorship there as well in the so what involvement have you had with humans of IT? I've been in um, one of the mentor of uh, in the humans of IT, and then also do uh, yeah mentoring, and then uh, do some speaking engagement, sharing sharing some stories. That, that's so cool. That's so cool. So what's your f- future plans as in uh, between now and the end of the year? Do you have, uh, are you speaking at any other events? Uh, you know, what's your plans for your community engagement between now and the end of this year? Because um, currently we have this, I'm not sure if this is, uh, if we can share this out, but station that we will, um, all the Filipino community will have an event in the Philippines. And then, yeah, everywhere going to collaborate and uh, and do some local events in the Philippines. And then, uh, other than that, I think for oh, um, the uh, Singapore and Malaysia will have an AMS um, AMS event uh, conference that will be held online. And then this time we'll ha- we will have a education track. So that it will have in in the session. So go check this out as well. I love it. So when's that Philippine event planned for? Oh, it's gonna be like a whole of the month of August. The whole of the month. So you're gonna have different things happening. Well, that's this month, isn't it? That's this month. Uh, yeah, this month over the weekend. Nice. I love it. I love it. It's so good to see all these new activities and groups of people getting together and all learning from each other and, of course, helping to grow this amazing community. Yes. Well, I always like to finish my shows with a few quick-fire questions. Are you ready for yours? Oh, <laughs> okay. Sure. Here it is. <laughs> if you could never work again, how would you spend your time? Reading. Reading. I yeah, like I love What reading. was the last book you read? Oh, the last book that I read is um, The Think Again by Adam Grant. Nice. Nice. Very cool. What is the one family tradition you'd like to carry on in the future? The monthly, because we, we do the monthly um, eat out, but we can't eat out right now with the coffee. Yeah, that's, yeah. And then last one here, what is something you are certain you'll never experience and why? So what's something you know that you're never going to do and why is your decision for that? I can't, oh, um, because I saw this, um, there, there is one place in, in, in Vietnam that they go inside and the hole below the ground, under the ground, something like that. I really don't want to because I'm, I'm claustrophobic, so I don't want to go to I don't want to go there. So you'll never do that. Yeah. I like it. That's a really, really good example. Angie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, and I really had a great time <laughs> talking to you. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you'd like the show and want to be a sponsor of the show, please go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Otherwise, stay safe out there as always and see you next time.